Welcome to Let Me Know How It Is, a pop culture podcast about TV, movies, comics, and all things geek. In today's episode, we talk relationships, the good ones and the bad ones from the world of pop culture. Thanks for listening. All right, with Valentine's Day coming, this is your quick reminder to get your significant other some flowers or candy or a card. But anyway, we thought in the spirit of V-Day, we're going to look at some of the relationships from TV, movies, comics. I'm Zach Slater. I'm Frank Melman. This is Tommy Smithereens. And I'm Clifton. All right. So uh, we're going to talk good and bad. We'll just kind of go back and forth. Good one, then a bad one, then a good one, then a bad one. Hopefully we have an even number. We'll see. Tommy, you want to start us off? What's, what's one that you liked? Well, I was going to do the number one glaring one, which everyone thought of as immediately upon the subject matter, which was um, Superman and Lois Lane. But after careful consideration and thinking <laughs> of other choices, whenever they put an alien with a person or a human, it's <laughs> always good. <laughs> okay. I, just in general? Yeah. Like, like Mark and Mindy. Yeah, okay. like Mark and Mindy. Great <laughs> you example. can't go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a person and an alien, it'll hmm. always work. Right. Unless you're Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> well, eventually she did too. If you look at the fourth one. It's true. They shipped her with a xenomorph and she was kissing on them. It's true. Yeah. It's a creepy wow. movie. <laughs> I, I, I never saw the fourth one. I'm not gonna. Nah, I'm not gonna now. It sounds weird. It's, oh, all it's right. extremely weird. But, <laughs> but it, it happened. It's nobody's best work. <laughs> no, it's not. Like Avatar. He's an he's a human. Oh yeah, man, you're right. <laughs> hmm. Look for it. Hmm. I'm trying it, to think of an instance where it did not it did not go well in V, as we discussed in our in no. our episode that covered well, V. Know, that one hard. did not go well. <laughs> well, it's hard That's to true. fall in love with food. That's a whole nother thing. You know? <laughs> but you're talking about the, you're talking about like the focal point being he, you know, he or she's an alien, and he or she's a human, and it you all, put them together yep. and. Wacky yeah. hijinks ensues. Okay. You're going to ship them. You're going to love them. Hmm. Like okay. Steven Universe, Greg Universe, and Rose Quartz. They made Steven. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's another good one. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's a whole no. subgenre. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're right. Other than V, <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have a single example of it not going well. Tommy, why wasn't that our topic? Why didn't you say at the beginning we changed the topic completely? <laughs> oh, I thought it'd be a nice surprise just to have uh, a recurrence. It is. Now it's just this, you know, thought grenade going <laughs> yep. off in my head. Exactly. We're all, we're all racking our brains right now. Wow. There's got to yeah. be one that doesn't he's, work. There's got to be one. <laughs> yeah. He's got all of us in the first minute. Mm. Right. Yeah. He's right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you dig deep enough, but off the, off the break, I think Gamora mm. and Star-Lord, that works. Yeah. Okay. All right, but okay, so so go back to Lois and Superman. Sure. Yeah. Why is this? Why do you like this one? Because I like this one too. I love this one actually. But because I mean, at the heart of it, they liked each other for who they are and what they stand for. Yeah. They know enough about each other's personalities that this is the person for me. I love what they do and what they want to be, and I want to be a part of that. It just works. There's um, there's a sweetness to it. Yes. I like I, I, I like that he's with a mortal. Mm-hmm. You know, I like mm-hmm. that a mortal's the, the love of his life. Well, it also helps that he doesn't think he's godlike in a sense, you know? True. It definitely helps ground him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. 
Yeah. And there's not, I don't mean that in a punny way. I mean, just in the general that he doesn't, you know, other characters have that whole bit of like, you're my anchor or you're my whatever, but it's a very unspoken kind of like, I mean, we have those moments with him, obviously, where he, you know, confides in her or they talk things out or, you know, she helps him see things in a better way. What's one thing, mm-hmm. that's one thing that I always like about their, their relationship is that she just, you know, she kind of cuts through the nonsense for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's never, what I also love about Lois is there's never a moment where it's, it's, it's so outlandish, the situation. Like she never reacts in a way that is panicky. Like I always love that Lois is, is, is very much like, no, we've got this. Like you're Superman. You've got this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, especially after we get past like, you know, the initial, you know, decades of trying to find out his identity and or marry him. That was all that she did for a while. <laughs> right. <laughs> But once you get like to like, I, don't, I mean, you could argue the the, the, the Bronze Age of 70s stuff where it's kind of like, you know, she and Superman sort of break up and he's, you know, the, the TV reporter at WGBS to like burn stuff where it's basically at that point, you know, you know, when, when Burn does Man of Steel into the Superman number one after crisis or around crisis, you get that moment of like it starts to become kind of a more of a mutual respect thing. They definitely play around with the idea of it being more of, you know, it's not quite so, you know, there's, 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 she finds good things in Clark, but she also finds good things in Superman after that. Yeah. Qu- question for you, Frank, really quick. Mm-hmm. So was Man of Steel the first time that they, that they had um, introduced the idea that Lois and Lex were in a relationship at some point or did, does that create uh, the burn stuff? I would say it's. I mean, other than like maybe an imaginary story or like a, you know, like, the, you know, um, right. One of those type things. I don't think, cause I think there's plenty of like with, with old action and old Superman comics, you know, there were plenty of those imaginary stories in the fifties and stuff and they still did it every once in a while. But I think even in her own, like when she had her own book, cause this thing, like Superman's girlfriend, Lois Lane, I think there were other, even those like, what happened if I marry Lex instead of, but I don't think they really like emphatically said yeah they had some quarter you know or he was you know chasing her at one point or they were dating a little bit like quite like with burns right okay i don't think it really happened before that got it and even then it was still the idea of he was way more into her than vice versa mm-hmm. and it never seemed sure. like more more like they had like a dinner or two and she was kind of like this guy's a blowhard yeah you know because at that point it's more like businessman lex as opposed to e- evil crazy scientist ranting in his prison graves of how he's going to stop whoever <laughs> that, that just didn't happen in Burns Superman stuff. Right. So yeah, I, I, I don't think it happens before there. Yeah. I, I, w- one of my favorite bits um, ever with the two of them, it's a small bit. It's uh, it's from new frontier mm-hmm. uh, and it's the moment like after, after like the center, like, like, you know, kicks the crap out of Superman and shocks everybody and, mm-hmm. and, you know, he gets knocked into the water and then later on, like Aquaman comes out. They all think Superman's dead and Aquaman comes out and, and you know, they've kind of nursed him back to health in Atlantis. Mm-hmm. And and then he's like, he's like, which one is Lois Lane? This one's been asking about her, like, <laughs> right. you know, repeatedly. Yeah, I, I love that bit. It's a good bit. Like, yeah, like, like in a quasi, like on his deathbed, like, like that's the, that's the person he's thinking about constantly. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Superman. I love Lois. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. I like the, I like even like the low, the, what's the Jeff Loeb line that they have between them? The beef burning with ketchup. Is that the one from, from Loeb stuff? Where they sort of had like a, a like a, a phrase that, the, you know, they were able to like, you know, that was their, their way of knowing their shorthand of knowing what they were, that they were talking about stuff about Superman stuff, or I can't remember exactly what the, but I remember that really? was, just, yeah, there was like this. I whole, don't know this one. 
Okay, yeah, there was during when when Loeb was writing, I think it was Adventures of Superman, mm. mid nineties. That was one of the ones where it's kind of like, you know, it was kind of like I said, it was a shorthand or a cl- like a something that they needed to talk about that was Superman related when it was Lois and Clark, so that they wouldn't, you know, just start talking about Superman stuff out in the open, or or it was a way for them to basically be, you know, let them know that they were, um, you know, kind of like recenter things for them. Nobody knows this? No one knows what I'm talking no, about? No, no, I'm no. Start, I'm just talking crazy stuff? <laughs> yeah, I don't recall this one either. Yeah, okay. when you said Loeb, I was thinking for all seasons. And then and then, right as you were talking, that's when it hit me. I'm like, oh, no, he was he, like he was on the monthly for a little while after mm-hmm. that, like like in whatever, 98, 99. Right. Yeah. Something like that. No, that sounds cool, though. Yeah, it was definitely like they, they had some cool relations because but you also had weird, like weird relationshipy stuff. Like at one point. um, it was there's an issue where um it looks like the it's something like that was like you know, they're thinking about it the idea of, of lex and her together there's an issue in that time where it looked like like lex might be or she might be cheating on clark and it's some mm-hmm. kind of weird it's some kind of weird plot where parasite is somehow pretending to be lois <laughs> oh yeah that's weird yeah it was <laughs> that's some hijinks <laughs> yeah, yeah it was it was a little odd i'm not gonna say it wasn't odd but like I said, that was one of the things I liked about their relationship was just the fact that they had that sort of like, you know, like couple shorthand, like you have, you know, in a relationship. Yeah. All right. So what's a, so, so what's a bad one then? What's our first bad one? Well, if we're talking Superman, I've got one. I knew it. <laughs> I, I knew it. So it's coming in hot. Let, let me set you up a little better. Sure. Go ahead. All right. So, so. <laughs> Now that we've done a good one with Superman, does anyone have a bad one with Superman? <laughs> I have one. Yes, Let me. <laughs> All right, Frank. I never thought that, that it was it was a good idea to pair Superman with Wonder Woman out of New Fifty Two. Mm-hmm. Um, Why? <laughs> well, I, again, it's one of those. I, I, granted, you know, you had it sort of in various places. I'm sure throughout DC, but at one place more recent than others, and still, when I say more recent, it's not that. You know, it's not that recent, but Kingdom Come, they sort of, you know, tease that idea of the two of them together and they do it in New 52 and then they sort of push Lois aside and they change a lot of things. And it just felt like, I think we talked about at the time, Zach, the idea that it felt like someone just looked at their action figures and like, well, why shouldn't they be together? They're the two most powerful members of the team. Yeah. And they just put them together. You know, and I don't, you know, it's not one of those things where I don't really understand the logic behind it other than. Obviously, somebody creatively wanted to see it done. I know that they're out there. I I, I know that people do ship them, you right. know, and ha- because I I remember, um, I remember on one of the Justice League special features, mm-hmm. right, when they're talking about uh, about like making the show and everything like that. Like like the moderator in one of these special features, like interview with, with the producers and everything, had said that there was a lot of people th- that thought they were like hinting at a love thing between. Superman and Wonder Woman. And then like I remember Bruce Tim like visibly gets like Ugh, like but why? Like why would they think that? Like, like, <laughs> right. like well, yeah, he's gonna course. be with Lois. Right. Like, of course. Well that's the thing. I mean they don't I was trying to I mean now that you think about it, I'm trying to think was there any is there any moment in Superman the animated series where they hint at anyone else? Did they even play up anyone? For for Superman? Is yeah, it, for Superman uh, or Clark. Besides Lana? Lana's right. I mean, they've got the, they've got the history with Lana that they well, present, right? Because right. they have you know there's a Legion episode and there's other stuff. Yeah. I know that one, but it's one of those. I'm like saying besides like there's no Lori Lamaris episode, right? No. No. And there's no um, should have been 
Of course. Absolutely. <laughs> well, it should have been when they introduced the Miguel Ferrer um, voiced Aquaman. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. No, I was thinking about what's the name with the M. I always wanted to fight him. Oh, Maxima. Yeah, Maxima. Yeah, I was thinking Maxima. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Warrior Queen episode. Yes. That's always a fun one. Yeah. That's a fun episode. It's weirdly like an antithesis to Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I mean, that's her, that's her whole bit. Like when she starts introducing the, in the, I want to say it's when Jurgens, Dan Jurgens was doing the same thing, Adventures of Superman. I want to say that he was that the one. That sounds right. That he introduced Maxima as like, you know, she's, she's coming to Earth. She's a conqueror. And she's, she's looking for someone that's, that's on her level to mate with. Yeah. Yeah. She's looking for a mate. Right. Yeah. I do. I do have one that they didn't use. Okay. Um, so if you guys haven't watched Superman, the animated series, do so. Right. It's awesome. Right. It's great. But, uh, and I, I, I will spoil the finale here a little <laughs> bit. If you, um, so if you're weary of that, you know, turn off now. Um, <laughs> so one of the things that they talked about in the legacy episode, right? When, when he's under dark side's control, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. One of the, uh, one of the things that they had talked about was him and Lashina having a baby. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it ended up getting dropped. And I think that there was there was some talk of maybe like in Batman Beyond, like the kids showing up. Uh-huh. It's yeah, never happened, but <laughs> right. <laughs> it's interesting so though. I mean yeah, it is weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's also <laughs> it's also if you've ever read John Burns run in action comics. Oh when or not an action comic. <laughs> it's well, it's what he was doing. It's it's basically what it, it was almost like DC Comics was this, but it was an action. Mm-hmm. And it's the it's the two it's the issue with Big Barda, yeah. And they did this thing where it's it's Big Barda, and there was this character literally called Sleaze. <laughs> yeah, this is a, who this is an infamous issue, right? It's one of the it's yeah. another it's another John Byrne infamous issue of, of Superman stuff where basically oh, yeah. he um Superman and, and Barda are basically kind of like hypnotized or under 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 his right. influence of Sleaze. And starting to memories come back about this, and they're wow. about to like they're about to like. Show shoot a low budget X rated movie in this issue <laughs> before they sort of snap out of it, which is always kind of a weird thing. Yeah, for it to have happened. Yeah. So right. I was gonna say, but the other one with um, Lashina and Superman, it screams another plot. You know that, right? What do you mean? Which one? Superman having a kid with an enemy, mm-hmm. and the kid comes back grown. That don't remind you of anybody. All right, here's a big hint. Damien Wayne. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, but this predates that, though. Yeah, but that's what makes it funny. Right. That didn't work, but this does. Yeah. Well, sort of. It, it doesn't predate Son of the Demon, but it right. does predate the Morrison bringing him as, as a child. Yeah, yeah, rebooting the idea yeah. and using it. Yeah, no, I yeah. agree. I was about to say the same thing. But no, I, I just think it's, it's a weird idea that they were, you know, especially in the Saturday morning cartoon kids show, <laughs> they were going to say, yeah. oh, yeah, by the way, while well, he was under, was under the influence of Darkseid, you know, he shacked up with Lashina and they have a kid. Here's a child. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's a super baby. Ta-da. Yeah. Yeah. Now going back to Superman Wonder Woman specifically, like what always rubbed me the wrong way about it is I feel like it, it was, a, it didn't work for either of them. It didn't right. work for Wonder Woman and it didn't work for Superman for the same reason that I think they mm-hmm. both need that, that attachment to humanity, normalness that mm-hmm. that Superman gets through Lois Lane and that Wonder Woman gets through Steve Trevor and and other characters, and and I think they both need that. Then thinking about it, I'm like, I don't know why it doesn't work for them, and it 
does work for other people because we see superpowered people together as relationships all the time that work. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what it is just about Superman and Wonder Woman that I feel like they need that 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 connection to humanity, like Tommy just said, but they do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like I think they do. I think it's Lois. I th- I think it's I think it's that Lois, like Lois and Superman, is so drilled into into our head for seventy years. Right, mm. and it's so like, and it just, and it just works always, and it, you know, it's never bad. I think, I, I think honestly that that's part of it. Right? Yeah. You well, know? I mean, the other thing is, I, and I, I just remember this was like in, it's around Action Comics six hundred again, where Byrne was still working on it, and, and George Perez was doing Wonder Woman. You start to have this thing of like, ever since Legends, he's you know, because that's where they reintroduced Wonder Woman at that point is Legends. Um. They start, he starts, Clark is like having thoughts and, and dreams about Wonder Woman because again, they're like, you know, the idea of putting them together was, I guess, something they at least kicked around. And they meet and the first time they meet, he just steps up and like kisses her and she's like, what kind of like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, and then they team up against Darkseid and I think Ares, I believe, is what the two villains are for that, that arc. But yeah, it was just, it was just a bizarre kind of, you know. She's kind of like, no, I'm, I'm good. I just wanted to, you know, we should meet and, and, and you know, this is before, because at that point it's like Giffen and, and Dematias is Justice League. So they're not a part of that. So again, it's, since it's after crisis, it's a reintroduction to two characters meeting for the first time. So, but even then, I guess they thought, nah, not really what we want to do. Right. So. I will say, I, I will say that I think it works in Kingdom Come. Yeah. I think I think given that setup that he was with Lois, he was with Lois for many many years. He, they were married, and she ends up dying, mm-hmm. right? And then he ends up like like with her in old age. I think yeah. like like I I don't have the issue with it there, right? No, um, I think it works fine there. Yeah, but yeah, generally speaking, I am I'm I'm not a fan. No. All right. Any more Supermans? Okay. So concludes the Superman portion of our show. <laughs> What's another good one then? What's another good relationship? So if we're gonna stay in comics, I love um Green Arrow and um Black Canary. Sure, okay. And what you get two earnest crime fighters, no powers, just doing the best they can in the world around them. And she's clearly better than him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except financially. Right. But um it, it, I like the I like it because it's she keeps him honest in yep. a, in the weird sense or you know that she's she's just a better person in my opinion yeah i think so too i think she keeps him alive also is the thing uh, <laughs> right like I, I i love i love ollie but i also love that that you know he's he, he's not as polished as the rest of them and that's 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 the charm of the character for me and i like that black canary is always like super polished yeah the leader, yeah. perfect leader, yeah. born fighter. I mean, it comes from good stock or great legacy or uh, her mother's, you know, larger than life, World mm-hmm. War II hero. I mean, it, it, the list goes on and on with how great Black Canary is. Right. But then you get to Ollie. Ollie's like, he's good, but he's not as good as Batman. You know, right. he, he, he's, he's an archer, but not as good as even his nemesis, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the other thing is, is that, you know, Depending on when you're reading Ollie, Ollie can be also come off as, you know, Ollie's kind of all over the place Yes, <laughs> with, with relationships. Like he's not, he's like, yeah, he's with her, but he's kind of like, yeah, you know, he's not, he's not anti the idea of stepping out either. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, not at all. And it's one of those things where they don't really like, I don't know. Just, the only thing about the two that I always thought was weird was that I never really saw enough of her being like, what are you doing? Because you don't see her doing that. 
No. You don't see her, you know, she doesn't have a lot of, you know, there's not a lot of love interest other besides him, I don't think, yeah. in her stuff. I mean, there's, there's a weird thing about her. At one point, they try to retcon the idea that they do some kind of weird, you know, um, thing when she goes from Earth 2 to Earth 1, when she joins the Justice League, and then they try to retcon it, the idea of something about being her, you know, partly being, like, having the memories of her mother or something weird. But... Oh, uh, yeah. But they don't really, they don't ever really, you know, there's no, as far as I know, there, she never really, like, even her, in, like, solo miniseries or anything, or even, like, Birds of Prey, it's never, you know, there's anybody but Ollie. And I don't think it's a bad yeah. thing. I just think it's one of the things where there's not really, you know, there's no real reckoning for him about the fact that he's, you know, he's kind of swinging it all over the place <laughs> at various times, right? right? You know, we always talk about, well, how Jordan would steal your girlfriend, but I think Ollie would take a, take a shot at him, too. Right, right. You know? You know, it'd be it'd be a worry if they were on. You know, Ollie was with your was with your gal on monitor duty. It would be <laughs> it'd be kind of like, oh, she's where with who? But yeah, that's the only thing about the two of them that I've, I've never really understood, and I, it may have been addressed in something I didn't see. But and then they tried to they tried to pit, marry them off in the early two thousands. Yeah. yeah, but it was so short lived that no one saw it. Right. Yeah, not a bad one. I like you know, I like them as a classic couple. I think they're you know, like if you if I'm thinking if I'm thinking like strictly like Justice League Unlimited, I think mm-hmm. they're fun to watch in that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Yeah. You know, I think that 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 couple I like quite a bit. Okay. All right. On to bad, bad relationship break up. Uh, they need okay. to break up. Who do you, who do we got? I got one. You ready? Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say Buffy and Angel. Okay. That's a bad one. But wait, wait, hear me out. Hear me out. Okay, hear me okay. Out. <laughs> hear me out. Only no, because this, this was exactly like I was so interested to see if this would happen. Okay. To see okay. if somebody had one on the bad list that, that someone else on the show would be like, like, no, I like that one. <laughs> I was Any, so curious about this, but okay. Now fight. We might. Yeah. <laughs> it goes back to my whole thing with um aliens and people. Mm-hmm. Vampires and people. Bad. <laughs> Whenever you ship a vampire and a normal person, it it the path is doomed. Well, you already said people in food shouldn't date. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's why I said it because in food, mm, and right. it, it just gets so complicated, and it just it wrecks everything that it touches. Mm-hmm. It works out okay in 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 Twilight, your favorite movie. Um, that, yeah, but they make her a vampire. That's right. Yeah, yeah spoilers, yeah. dude. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but as long as she's a human, it's crazy. Okay, so what what doesn't work about it for for Buffy and Angel? Well, one, he's two hundred, and she's sixteen. Yeah, there's right. that. <laughs> that outlandish. It's kind of tough to overlook that one. Sure, yeah. there's that under any there's circumstances. That age difference. A big one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just ill. Well, he's you young at about? heart. He's young at heart. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> but, that, <laughs> but that's what they force. Mean, that's what they force him to be. I know. They try to make yeah. it look like that's that. What's what's the big deal? And, and I'm sure he told her she has an old soul, right? Yeah. Of course, you're very <laughs> mature for your age, Buffy. Well, exactly. But yeah, vampires and humans, man. He he's immature, and she and she changes him. She 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 teaches him to grow up. <laughs> yes. she, he yes. matures, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, we've talked about it before that, that the whole speech with, you know, in, in, in season with season three where Joyce basically says, you know, just basically like, what are your long-term plans with my daughter kind of a speech? Yeah. And he, and he has no idea. <laughs> he, at 200 plus, he's like, I don't, I, 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 
you know, has no answer for her. Yeah. Which is very, you know, again, you know, very telling about the character that he doesn't really know, you know, it's not really thought out. And his response is break up with her and then head to Los Angeles. Well, I mean, to me, I just, in my eyes, it's like, you want to tell her mother that I had no plans to marry her. That's basically right. what I see that. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, I mean, I, cause I thought, you know, I thought we might get into to Buffy stuff. Cause I was thinking, you know, as much as I think it's probably a bad idea that they're together, I think it's even a worse idea that she's with Spike. I agree. You know, I mean, I think it was, wasn't it someone as, as uh, in the geek culture, like I think Stacey Abrams said she preferred, didn't she say that she preferred Spike to Angel? Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Which, I, you know, I, that's that to me, because it, it, for a while it was, they were trying to play off with Spike. It's like, oh, that's the guy you date in your 20s that you regret. And you think back when you're, you're much older, like, why did I date that guy? Mm-hmm. But even when she was dating him, I was like, well, why, is she, why are you with him in the first place? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. It never, you know, it never, that relationship never made sense to me. No, that was, you know, and there, there was stuff of like, oh, you know, they were enamored with Marsters and James Marsters, the actor. And that's why he got to be around because he was sort of, after all the stuff with the initiative, he sort of gets defanged, mm-hmm. you know, and then what's, you know, he has even has the, the meta line about, about, you know, he doesn't chase, you know, doesn't chase around the other puppies anymore now that yes. they, they basically neutered him. And he sort of becomes part of the gang and not really part of the gang. And then he gets the chip removed and then he's full on Spike again. Yeah, I never got that. I never got that relationship at all. I mean, never really made a lot of sense. And it just was kind of got, got kind of gross. <laughs> not, that, <laughs> not, that being with, not that being with Angel as, as a 200, you know, or yeah, 200 yeah. plus year old guy with a 16 year old wasn't bad enough. You know, let's make it, let's add some, let's add, make a guy even worse that she's with that's even 200 years plus years old as well. Interesting. But it also, you know, if we're just talking about that, that particular world, you know, Angel and Buffy and all that stuff, I did think it was funny that they had, for a minute, they teased the uh, same thing where it's not, it's not much better, the idea of Cordelia and Wesley early on. Okay. Yeah, that, that just seemed weird. Yeah. <laughs> Again, because while he's not a teenager, he's certainly not, a, he's, he's an adult at that point. He's not like he's like a junior watcher or something. Yeah. Well, she's still you in know. high school and he graduated college, you know? That's <laughs> right. That was... That. Yeah, that was one of those of, you know, it happens, but at the same time, to put it out there, like, you know, to put that, that at, to be, have that be a focal point of, like, that season where it ends up going nowhere, and then for them to be on Angel together, and I think it mentions, they get mentioned once. Yes. That there was a momentary thing, a momentary attraction between the two of them, and it never went anywhere, but even though it's not mentioned that she was in high school at the time. <laughs> no, it's not. Right. They gloss over it really, very quickly. Yeah, so that one's kind of a... Another one I thought, which was kind of like, uh, that's a little odd. Okay, so three bad ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, we, need, we need three good so, ones So now. relationships were not the strong point on, on Angel or Buffy, apparently. No, it was more the angst of like, will they or won't they? Or, you know, a lot right. of, there was a lot of people crying and longing over people on that show. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's, that that's was It was more, more of a focal point to do that kind of stuff. Because you, I mean, Angel, you have, I'll put it this way, they, there's definitely that with, with, uh, with Wesley and Fred on angel where there's a lot of like, well, they won't they, and then it's angsty and then it's just heartbreaking. <laughs> so right. and, and early on it was, it was Xander and Willow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I've, I've been, I didn't think about that, Frank, the fact that he, he moves from one high school to another high school because isn't Buffy the same age as Cordelia? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's no different. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's just one of those things that like, if you don't, you know, Unless he's with somebody that's you know been been around as long as he has, yeah, it's it's there's a certain amount of you know ick to it, yeah. <laughs> Regardless, Willow, Willow and Tara though is like is like a a high point. 
Oh yeah, yeah it's a sweet oh, yeah. world it's a, though. It's like a, as far as rela- relationships go, right? Like oh yeah, no, that's a very yeah. sweet relationship. And it, again, it you know as as much things most things in that in that universe enjoy it while you can because it's going to end badly or hard. For yeah, you. yeah, good things don't last long in that. Universe. No, right. you know, your couples are couples. You know, happiness is fleeting on that on, on any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, no, that's that's a good relationship. Yeah, yeah, but overall, I think vampires and people. No, no, Bad. no! Don't don't fall up with your food. No, no. <laughs> that's a good rule of thumb. All right, I lost track where we are. I think we're still on good. Let's do good. Yeah, we're Let's swinging back good to good. One. Let's do another good one. Yeah. Um, here's one I like. I I I like Scott and Ramona from uh, Scott Pilgrim. Okay. 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 And I like Scott and Knives too. This is a weird thing, right? Okay. Like they. Aside from the fact she's in high school and he's what twenty twenty three, yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> they change his age for the movie because he's a slightly older in the book. They okay. change his. I forget what one's twenty three and one's twenty two. I think they their their interaction like works. I think Scott and Knives, but what and and but what I like about him and Ramona, which I feel a little bit like. Maybe they're not quite as good a fit together, but but I I root for it and I love it because it's like it's the one thing that Scott doesn't take for granted. Yeah. Right. Is like is like his relationship with her. Like he tries everything to make it work, you know. At least in the movie. Right. Well, I mean, there's definitely a, there's definitely a you know, I mean, that's the, the turning point, right, is, is, you know, at least we believe in that moment that we've seen of his life where he's basically going to change and be somebody different. Right. Yeah. So yeah, in that moment, I think it's it's one of those. But it could just be her. It could just be the fact that it's she is that important to him, and therefore he's going to change. But mm-hmm. you know, Clifton, you know more about this than I do. Right in the book, there's a point that wasn't in the movie. There's a point in the book where she leaves, where it's basically that she had always avoided problems, and that was part of her issue that she needed to grow up from, was that she would cut and run. Right, and there's a point in the book where. Like she takes off and when they break up and she takes off and it's kind of in the movie, like when she goes to Gideon, except that that's not how it happens in the books. But it was at that point where they have some conflict, her and Scott. And so she leaves and goes to her father's some in some other town or suburbs. I can't remember where she goes off to. But like at one point, like Scott's, you know, wallowing around for months, basically, and can't get over her. And then eventually they meet up and I forget what the gag is, but it's something about where he's thinking like, you know, she's had this epic adventure. And then you find out that she was just at her dad's house, sleeping on his couch, playing video games for two months. <laughs> and then everyone's like, oh, like you two are perfect for each other. Right, right. <laughs> That's a cool bit. That sounds neat. Yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely like they are a good relationship because by the end, you've in the book and the movie, they both overcome. Like they both grow up from the things right. they need to grow up from and 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 do so together. And I think is there is there good match. They're both kind of in the same point in life that Scott and Knives obviously were not yeah, yeah. at the same points in lives. And and that's a big part of the problem with that relationship. And and that's also overtly in the in the story. Yeah. But that he meets somebody that is going through similar things and then they can go through them together. Yeah. No, it's a good one. It works. I love it. I really root for them. So, all right. What else do we got? What's a bad one? What's a bad one? Uh, here's, here's a bad one. Okay. Daredevil and Electra. No, is that a bad one? <laughs> okay. I don't know. You're speaking. <laughs> huh. 
<laughs> Tommy's conflicted on this one. Are you okay? You're conflicted about it, which, yes. which I like. I like this because I'm conflicted about a bunch of mine too. So, so this opens the door for that. But yeah. Go, go, so okay. So, so you you set you set it up as bad. So why why don't you like it first? Let's try. Well, that. it's it plays off the whole. Both of them have a secret life that they're hiding from the other, even though they have a good history and chemistry in the past. Mm-hmm. But they try to come together when really they shouldn't because they should focus on their personal lives as opposed to being in a relationship. It's like the worst time for both of them to be in a relationship. Right. But they choose to, even though secretly they're killing each other without even realizing it. Yeah. It, it, they, they, they appear to be, there's no future with the two of them. There's and it's no not future. just because she dies. It's, <laughs> yeah, right. it's like, but they're not, like, they're just about sex. Really, yes. like it's just a pa- yes. it's just a passion relationship. Yes. Really, that's a, that's all it's based on, right? I mean, but it wasn't. I mean, that's what was, I'm thinking. Back to Man Without Fear, the miniseries, mm-hmm. the the one that's the JRJR one with Miller, where it's where it's yeah. you sort of get the you sort of get more of the idea that they were together, and she was sort of just you know she had a father who was like a you know a, a, some kind of shipping quote unquote magnate or whatever. When really he was tied up with you know mobsters or, mm-hmm. and then he tries to step in and then kind of botches it or not botches it mm-hmm. and then she decides to dedicate herself to you know contract killing ninjutsu <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess. yeah the way of the ninja um, yeah. but yeah i mean that's i mean it's one of those things where i always wondered like i know it's a it's a it's a prequel and prequels are always tough but it's one of those things where i kind of always wondered about why she didn't blame matt more for it mm-hmm. you know it didn't really it always was kind of odd i mean i don't i don't mind the idea of the two of them together but i always feel like um and I don't think it was during, it's during Bennis's run. There's a moment where it's, it's, I think it's Electra and Black Widow and, oh, who's the other woman? Somebody else I think that's super powered that's like in the same room at the same time and they start talking about how messed up Matt is. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and how the idea of like being with him is just, you know, you know, bad. You can get, if, yeah, it's just a bad idea. I mean, it's just bad all around. And if you can get past, you know, you can't, you know, there's all the Catholic guilt stuff. There's all the stuff with his dad. There's all the stuff about being daredevil. Then there's the law that, right. he, you know, he sworn an oath <laughs> to as well. You know, there's yeah. all this stuff. He's got, the dude's got a lot of baggage, you know. He does. He's perpetually in turmoil. Yeah, of course. You know, he always, he's always churned up about something. Unless Mark Wade's writing him. But there is something, there is an undeniable ke- chemistry with, with each other though too. Sure. I mean, when I think, when I think about all the, daredevil's interesting where uh like batman there's not really like a superman lois for them like there's multiple ones there's like him and karen there's him and Electra. there right mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i mean there's him and black widow there's so many of them and yet though if i have to pick one of them as like who who's matt's love of his life mm-hmm. i do say it's Electra. yeah really i, I mean think i think so well i think what i think what i think is funny is like when they did when they introduced her into the netflix series I thought one thing I didn't like about her introduction was they don't, they hit it from, from pretty early on in her, like the flashback stuff that she's off. Like she has no problem with the idea of like killing that dude. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where Matt has a moral objection. So like, whoa, 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 we're not just going to kill this guy because you're telling me we need to kill him. And that sort of splinters the two of them to, you know, apart. But in the comic, like I said, there's, you know, there's a moment of, you know, she wasn't always, you know, she wasn't born into this. She's not Talia. You know, you know what I mean? If we're mm-hmm. looking at some kind of, um, an, you know, comparison or archetype, she wasn't born in the League of Assassins. She was just a normal girl. 
Right. You know, she's living her life until her, she, you know, she sees her father killed in front of her. So it's one of those things where I, I you know, I miss that's when the Netflix shows I thought made a mistake was you don't have a chance for her to see what Matt really saw in her. Right. I think for, for me, what I think where they're going with it, though, is the idea that we know Karen has darkness in her past, too, and which mm-hmm. he doesn't know about yet. But but we're on a trajectory of him ultimately learning that, I think, had the show gone on. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's why I think it's there. Right. Yeah. I just, but like I said, my thing is like, I think the comics do it, at least if I, I would lean, if again, if I'm leaning towards it, which one worked a little better, I'd say the comics one just because you do get a chance to see that. No, at one point it was, you know, Matt could have taken that road and then not had been, you know, could not have been, you know, Daredevil or was, cause he was at that point, he didn't have an identity. He's not, you know, he's not wearing his costume or anything. He's still figuring it out. Right. But that's, you know, it's an off ramp until that happens. And then her whole trajectory of life has changed as well. Yeah. So oh, I, I kind of liked him better with Karen. Yeah. Yeah. Not from the show, the comics. Mm-hmm. Just because yeah. at, they both reached their limit or their, I guess they're bottomed out and yeah. they still found each other. Yeah. True. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, I mean, if we're looking, if we're doing the Superman Lois bitch, I mean, she's there from issue one. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of hard to argue that she wasn't set up to be, you know, the person he was supposed to be with. And then, yeah. you know, as time went on, he was with other people. And then born again happens. Yeah, right. And then yeah. Frankler <laughs> comes along and, you know, brings yeah. the lecture and it's totally different at that point. But no, so. Karen's got some great bits too. I mean, like, like I love Daredevil Yellow. I mean, I think yeah. like as an exploration of their relationship, like, yeah, you read that book and you're like, oh, like, no, he's in love with her. Mm. That's the comic series by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. Right. Yeah. Yes. From around what, like 2003, four, somewhere? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are all kind of romantic books, I think. In, in, I'm getting mushy in the spirit of Valentine's Day. But like, yeah, the <laughs> spy, they did a Spider-Man blue book that was all about like, you know, his, his relationship with Gwen, which I think is, you know, it's very sweet, full of heart, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there romance in Hulk Gray? Yeah. yeah, I mean it's it, yeah, it's 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 him and um uh Betty. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I thought you were so. gonna say it was, it was it was Thunderbolt Ross in the pursuit of, of the Hulk. That was a, that was the story. Yeah. It was a Captain Ahab story. That's, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, there you hey, go. That's that's a definite love. Yeah, he never gave up. It's a little twisted, but still. All right, so but I have a conflicted one, I think, though, too. So I'm I'm gonna go to the to the Ron Moore Battlestar Galactica stuff. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. and what, what conflicts me about this is I love Starbuck and Apollo, right? And like that's okay. the relationship I want. But sure. Starbuck and Anders, who I like, I like Anders a lot. And I've Joe never Montana. in my life rooted against the character I liked more <laughs> than Anders. And conversely, it's kind of the same thing. We're like, I love Apollo. Apollo is like one of my favorite characters on there too. And when he's with D, mm-hmm. man, I hate Apollo. Poor D. <laughs> like, like <in> that, <laughs> poor D, D was like, perfect. Yeah, he was so bad to her. Oh, yes. he's horrible to D. <laughs> yeah, poor D. My <laughs> gosh, poor D. Right? Yeah. And so I don't know which what category I put any of this in. It's just sort of like like some of it feels good, some of it feels bad. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, I just, I mean, I think that's one of the things about that show is just, you know, despair is everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I think even with characters you love, I think there's a moment, you know, again, talk about talk about uh, happiness is fleeting. Um, <laughs> that show doesn't give you much happiness either. Yeah, no, 
not for very yeah, long. Like if Apollo and Starbuck could be together without hurting other people, then great. But yeah. that's that's not who they are. They'll hurt other people. Yes, right. Exactly. That's just who they are. Right. And that, right. that's really like a thing about the show, which is, you know, it's it's weirdly enjoyable to watch, even though I'm going to say this, but like characters let you down. Oh, in that show. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of yeah, yeah, a lot of frailty. Which, which yeah. is one of the things that runs through that show is a lot of just you know human failure yeah. on a lot of levels. It's a good one, but still, yeah. I thought you were gonna mention um six and um is it Boltar? Guys, Boltar. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what you're gonna say. Six and Joey from Blossom. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Is that one of your good examples? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a great example. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah, that was uh, a great example. No. No. I think it's six. Yeah. That's a good one. But they get, it's yeah. also very much a um half the time I wonder how much you know, you you get that that thing of how much of it's really happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's you know, it's kinda like, well, is it really happening or is it just you know, he's seeing some of this or is it it's you know it's a good it's a it's a messed up relationship for sure. But yeah, I agree with you. The the Apollo Starbuck. I still think of the one where they, you know, where it's it's kind of like it's very much loosening the football where Apollo thinks, all right, this is it. We're gonna get together. Yeah. <laughs> and then no. No. That's a great that's a great bit though. <laughs> well, I mean it's it's just oh, the idea that of scene how, is so awesome though. I know. But it's also there, one of those things. Were there were there like literally like like screaming their love for each other? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it's yeah. it's one of those things of like, God, you just don't know her at all, do you? Yep, I know, right? <laughs> it's uh-huh. like, how do you not know this woman after all this time? Great show. Yeah. All right. So that's a that's the muddy section, I think. Anybody else has any muddy ones? Um <laughs> <laughs> uh... actually, hang on. No, I kinda have a muddy one. Okay, good. I kind of have another one. Go ahead. And I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm pulling out Batman Beyond here. Nah. And, Clifton, and Clifton, you back me up on this because Clifton, right. Clifton and I have talked about this all the time. Right. About this. Um, it's not that I don't like Dana. Right. I do. Yeah. I like Dana. <laughs> but, but I do however. feel like that they don't do enough in the show to make me like her. Yeah. Right. right? And so when Melanie comes along, 10 from the Royal Flush Gang. Mm hmm. It's it's sort of like it's kind of a Betty and Veronica thing where they were, it, but they gave Veronica all the good stuff. They gave her all the good lines, all the good setup, all the right. Like, like Melanie has all the interesting. Like she's got the darkness to her. She's got she's a costume, you know, character who's so she has that in common with Terry, right? But she's a bad guy. But she's a but she's a bad guy, sort of because her family's bad guys and that's so, sort of like it's the family business is what she's expected to do and she's morally conflicted about it so she's not bad yes she's only so bad right and, but yeah no i mean i'm with you and and i was more annoyed by dana in the past and watch rewatching stuff i've got like I've, my view on it is slightly changed it's changed to the point where I don't think the relationship between Dana and Terry is good for either of them. Right. <laughs> Cause I'm like, from her angle, I'm like, he's giving her nothing. No. <laughs> so I'm like, like, why is she there? <laughs> like, yeah. like, just go do something else better girl. No, but okay. I see, I see the argument, but to me, I don't see it that way. I mean, okay. If Dana's already established with him as a couple, let's say they have history, right? Whatever they went through it to pursue, they're together. They, but Terry is a jerk because he's keeping secrets from. Her. 
Right. And for her to hold out for so long, I think she's the better person. But they never gave us any of that. So we don't see any yeah. any justification but, for it in the, the show. But I don't think we need justification. It's the union. There's, at least the union is enough for me to think that she cares for him. But he doesn't care enough to trust her with his secrets. Right. right. So she's looked at as the bad guy. And then just because he's with the chick that has secrets as bad as him, that's okay with, okay, I don't care what you do, you're just with me now, is crazy. Because it's just exemplifying the bad that he's doing in the relationship with Dana. Ten is terrible for him. I think we needed to see more. I think we needed to, I think we as an audience needed to fall in love with Dana to see what Terry likes from, like, likes about her too. And right. vice versa. And vice versa. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. I think, I think they needed more good moments together. It's almost like a, it's not quite as bad, but it's almost like a Skylar White thing because there were so many people that were like, "Oh, Skylar's such a drag to what Walt yeah, started to do." Yeah, but she wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> but she wasn't, she wasn't because Walt's a horrible human being. Yes, <laughs> but that's the thing. He was doing whatever team. he wanted to do to 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 put away money for the family, even though he had enough money at one point and could have gotten out, but he didn't. But that's yeah. why I said, why didn't they make Terry talk to Dana? They made, they made, um, what's her name? His best friend. Max. Max. They make yeah. Max his, more of his confident than Dana. Right. Yeah. Which is insane. Think how much Dana would have been a part of his life had he which just I, tell that secret. I mean, I see potential as a storyteller there. That, yeah. That's interesting to me, right? That his confidant is her friend. Yes. Right? But it's not played with much no no you know what i mean yeah yeah like there's good teen drama like there's good teen drama (laughs) to be had there and like you know you talking like you in high school talking to the friend of the girl you like that wouldn't fly because you're too scared to talk to her yeah right well that wouldn't i mean but think about that that wouldn't fly like if if your girlfriend got wind of the fact that you were talking to her best friend more than you that's what i'm saying is there there's good story drama (laughs) to have there and they didn't do it and they didn't take it there right No, I agree that that that's that's stuff that they should have mined and done something with. But yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that that Ace was always the more, you know, the more <laughs> quote unquote attractive ten. idea. Ten, ten, ten. not eight. Oh, I'm sorry, Ace, Ace, ten. Ace, not Ace, Ace. Not the <laughs> dog. Sorry. Like the dog, really? <laughs> no, not there, Ace. there was an. There were two Aces. One was a dog, and I think one was a robot. So. Yeah, one's a robot. <laughs> yes. yes, I'm thinking. I'm yes. thinking Royal Flesh Gang. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm not thinking okay. Ace. The, I'm not thinking Ace the Bat Hound or or right. uh, <laughs> yeah or the robot. I meant ten. Yes. Sorry. She definitely seems to be kind of like a Scott and Ramona thing, like the one who's in the same place in life as Terry. Yes. Like the one who's going through the same stuff he's going through. And maybe, yeah, like you maybe you hope they can go through it together and help each other out. And I remember the like a gag that kind of exemplified that early on in the first episode when neither of them know what the other's deal is and and is when they make plans to meet up and and like Terry rushes in late. Mm-hmm. And and like we've seen that a million times where Dana's like, why are you late? And like he gets there and he's early and then 10 shows up late. Right. And, yeah. and he's like, oh, like this is great. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm not the screw up. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, it, it, to me, it's it's along the lines of um, when they finally have in um, it's in the Tom DeFalco run friends of uh, Ron friends run of Amazing Spider-Man, where they finally let you know that no Mary Jane's known that he's Spider-Man for a long, long time. Right. Mm. It's one of those things where you have this moment of like they recount their lives, you know, like all the times that you were late, all the times you blew me off. I knew 
I knew what was going on. Right. And Peter, of course, goes into full on lie mode of like, no, no, no. I'm just taking pictures for the Daily Bugle and I happen to know where he is because we have a working relationship. And then Black Cat comes swinging into his, his apartment. Mm-hmm. And at that point, he can't deny it anymore. And she looks at him with this look and it's a, it's a great panel. She's like, it's all true. I knew it was all true. <laughs> and then she storms out and then Black Cat tries to get, get with Peter. Peter's like, goes after me, you know, goes after. It's like, no, no, no. It's one of those things for me where I always thought that, you know, they try to play when they, tr- again, this is like segueing into what I was thinking about with Spider-Man and Black Cat now. That doesn't really work. Yeah. No, it doesn't. But it's one of those things where, you know, when, when Mary Jane reveals that she's known in this thing with Black Cat, one thing that I always thought was odd about the two of them being together was for a while in the books, Black Cat doesn't want to see him without his mask on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She just wanted to be with Spider-Man. She didn't want to be with Peter Parker. Yeah. And it was almost a fetishized thing of, I don't want to see, like there's a couple of instances where you're like, no, no, leave your mask on. And you don't see them get together, but you can tell like when they're together, he's wearing his mask, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so I always thought that was like, you know, an odd thing. I mean, I get the attraction, you know, it's Catwoman, it's Batman, it's fun to, you know, chase after the, the you know, the sultry jewel thief or whatever, whatever, you know, she's after whatever cat themed thing she's after, but. You know, it didn't make sense for them to like, it wasn't going to last. Right. 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 So I got a Spider-Man one and shockingly, it's not Peter and MJ, which I love. I love Peter and MJ, but I'm going to say, so this is from Spectacular Spider-Man, the cartoon, Peter and Liz. Yeah. Which kind of comes out of left field. Like you're not really expecting it and it's Mm -hmm. kind of better than you think it's going to (laughs) be. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like I'm not saying I'm not saying that that like that it that it it's it's not earned. It is earned. Right. But it's sort of like it's a relationship you don't see coming. Sure. And it's one that you don't expect to like. It's a nice shout out to the Ditko stuff, because for a minute in the Ditko stuff, it's kinda like, well, maybe Liz Allen's the girl for Peter, and you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't really go anywhere. Right. right. She's his first crush in like Amazing Fantasy fifteen and mm-hmm. and uh, Amazing Spider Man number one, but she's pretty terrible because she hangs out in the gang that makes fun of him. Right. But he likes her anyway. Right. Yeah. And then he, he kind of likes Betty Brandt for a bit. Right. Because she's the old, she's the older girl in the secretary pool or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But yeah, like that is the, the, I think that is the play they were going for that, that Greg Wiseman was going for. And that, that is how Liz starts in Spectacular Spider-Man too. Like she seems kind of like the, the shallow, vapid cheerleader, popular one. And then you find out like, no, like this, this girl's really cool. And yeah. smart and like, and works hard and like wants to do well. And like, yeah. and, and so you've kind of fall for her yeah. as Peter does. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. And she genuinely really likes Peter. And right. that's the yeah. thing. And it's, it's, it, which, oh, it's, it's, it's everything that I wish Dana and Terry was is Liz <laughs> and Peter from Spectacular. Like, it's so good. I think one of my favorite things of that show is yeah. that one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's always hard to do the Spider Man. Like media, if you're not going to jump to MJ, which you shouldn't do because like it feels more, it feels, it feels kind of unnatural. I guess Ultimate Spider-Man jumped pretty quick to MJ and did it well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot of times like you want to have that kind of like, you know, Peter's not having much success or like has relationships that just don't go well for various reasons. And and that's a fun part of the character, like, like the many loves of Dobie Gillis, but Peter Parker. Like, <laughs> right. Like you right. just you just kind of want to see like what happens with these different people. Yeah, it's it's also very much like how I met your mother ish, where the idea mm. of like well everyone if you know all you know from like is from 
is Peter and MJ. Right. But how did yeah. it get here? So yeah. yeah. So it's it's always a difficult line to walk doing doing Spider-Man media to for it to not be MJ and and to tell stories with characters that aren't her and to subvert audience expectations and it's a tricky thing and not everybody does it well but some people do it very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watch Spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> I have to say it every time it comes back. Um it comes up, sorry. It's not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> um, keep hope alive yeah <laughs> there's no hope god it's funny though man, man frank you're setting me up so perfectly it's like, like how i met your mother yeah <laughs> barney and robin i hate it that was on my list too Zach, i <laughs> had that it? one as well yeah okay. absolutely yeah uh, bro code man don't do that well there's that you, you, there's you, don't, that. you don't date you don't date your friend's girlfriend no well there's <laughs> that and there's just the idea that it's it's a terrible pairing to begin with it makes no sense yeah you know, it's just one of those, it's, it's kind of, it, for me, it's because it, the other one that I had that on my list, that was kind of like, oh, it's late, it's late in our seasons. What should we possibly do? Oh, I know. Let's pair Joey and Rachel up together. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, these, these are people that could get together. Right. But again, that's, that's bro code too there as well. But again, yep. that makes no sense. That, that pairing makes no sense. But the fact that Robin and Barney had a relationship and they were going to get married never, ever made any sense. Yeah. <laughs> it just feels gross for some reason. Yeah. Like. And it's one of those things where, like, I, like I don't know, I I can't quite put a finger on why, mm-hmm. because because I I can't I can't say it's because because of who Barney is, right? Because mm-hmm. that's that's very much the point of this relationship is Barney kind of growing out of that womanizing right thing that he was, you know, that he's all about, right? right. But it's just, but there's there's just something about it still that like I I, I didn't see why it had to be Robin, no. You know, well, they also played up the idea at one point, like they're, they're so similar. And I'm like, in what world are they similar? Yeah. yeah. You know, there's, a li- there's, there's a little of that stuff, too. I'm like, I don't see them being similar at all. Like, I don't see them. The, 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 the comparison really works. So I always wondered about that, too. But why would they, you know? Yeah, that one never worked for me at all. I never liked that one. Yeah. Because I was thinking about how I met your mother in general. And it was one of those, you know, I was trying to think of most of the women they pair Ted up with don't really work. Yeah. And then I, I was thinking of, of Zoe that she's just, again, another one of like, she's just a terrible character. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's not the actress's fault at all, but it was definitely just a terrible, a terrible thing that never worked on that show. Interesting. You don't like Zoe. I don't. Okay. No, I do not. I thought Zoe was one of the ones that were just like, no, we could have, you know, it never needed to last as long as it did. <laughs> okay. I don't completely agree, but I'm not going to yeah. fight you on it. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Right? Just because it's another one that like, well, th- this is this is kind of the funny thing about the show for me is sometimes like I'm kind of forgiving of relationships if the episode that they come in happens to be really good, mm. I think. And I happen to think that she, I think Zoe's in a good bunch of episodes, like episodes that happen to be well done. Okay. Right. And so I think I think that that's possibly what's doing a lot of the heavy lifting for me. Okay. For that. But but yeah, but I mean but but I feel like in within story they're not right for each other and I think that's kind of the point. Yeah. Um but yeah, but Bar- but Barney and Robin glaringly bad. You know, I don't know that I don't know that there's any good episodes with them together. Uh, aside from the one with of um Ted teaching the class. 
yeah. about Robin to Barney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it, because which it, is just bizarre. It is bizarre. It is bizarre. But it, but it, like it's it's just a funny setup. I think. Right. You know. But he shouldn't want to do that. No, not at all. <laughs> he should be mad, Ted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Do we have any more good ones? We got to have some more good ones. There's there's love all over media. <laughs> you got any more, Frank? The ones that I like? Yeah. Um. Hmm. I had a lot of ones I didn't like. That's why it was like, I'm, oh, okay, I'm, really? I'm stuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. I had a fair amount of ones that I was like, eh, this doesn't quite work. Do you have any more you don't like? Uh, that I don't like? Um, yeah. Or did we run through all your list? No, I mean, I, uh, well, one that I was, that I thought of, and this is kind of left field because we don't really talk about the show ever mm-hmm. or much. I mean, I think I'm the only one that's talked about the show on the show was, um, I was always disappointed that they decided on modern family to allow Haley to end up with Dylan. Which one is Dylan? Dylan's like their, her high school boyfriend, the dim one that plays this, plays music, is in a band. Oh, the really stupid one? Yeah, like I like oh. episodes with him. <laughs> right, oh, see? she gets with him? I like it, but like, here's the thing. I like episodes with him in it where, it, where it's kind of like, oh, uh, he's the dullard that she shouldn't be with. I like those episodes. I think those episodes are great because they show so much why they shouldn't be together. Yeah. You know, and then they set it up with, um, what's his name? Um... Adam, oh, uh, Adam Devine. Adam Devine. They set him up right, with Andy. Yeah. You know, he, he's the Manny for uh, for Jay and Gloria for Joe. He's the Manny. And then they slowly start to build this thing between the two of them. And it's good. Like, I never, here's the thing. I never watched Modern Family in order. Like, I've seen it all out of order. So, I always, always had that idea of like, I finally saw like why they don't end up together. It's because he goes back to, you know, Oshkosh, Wisconsin or Minnesota or wherever the hell Andy's from. Oh. To, to, But yeah, <laughs> I have the same reaction of, because they go on, like she ends up, like hooking up with Dylan because she's with some guy. She she has a really smart, brainy boyfriend for a while. That doesn't work out. And then she finds out she she ends up hooking up with Dylan and then they have twins together. And that's oh. the like that's her fate is she ends up with dumb Dylan. I'm so mad now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I didn't I didn't mean to ruin it for you. I just thought no, this is like, good. I, I agree with you. Like, like I like that he's there for that reason of like, yes. like, you, like you're, you're, you're so, you're so clearly wrong for each other. Right. And, and you have to go, you're not supposed to marry that guy. Well, I mean, the thing is like, oh. they, what they, they do, they do a nice bit of without like making it really weird or creepy or hitting it too hard. They had the idea that much like, you know, she's much like, um, like Claire was when she was younger, she's kind of wild. And that Phil comes along and he's goofy but he bring, they bring out the best in each other and they do that. Like the characters definitely do that for each other. You know, Andy and Haley do that for each other. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if, if, if um, he had to go like do something else, like he was making movies or, you know, he was on workaholics or whatever. Right. And couldn't be on the other seasons. That's why he got written out. But it's definitely set up the idea that no, their relationship is very much like her parents were and it's works. And it's, and they, he definitely makes her better and she makes him better. And then it feels, they don't, you know, they, he's just gone. And then, yeah. you know, like I said, she's with some other, like she's with, uh, Nathan so Fillion. Much better. Oh. She's with Nathan Fillion at one point. Damn it, guys. Um, I'm really mad. <laughs> so, yeah, that's one that I just, I can't, I hate the idea that she ends up with Dylan. It bothers me. To this yeah. day, it still bothers me. So. You just ruined the whole show for Zach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, oh. man. <laughs> now you don't need to watch it. So, you're not supposed to marry him. That's no, stupid. that's I terrible. Agree. It is terrible. That's it's terrible. awful. It's because then the cause thing was is like they start to like try and play it up that he's getting his life together and he's like Phil and I'm like no Phil is is goofy and yeah. Phil is like sentimental 
you know, and he's a nerd, but it's not like he's a moron. Right. And Dylan is yeah. clearly an idiot. So that's why I was like, no, you, there's no reason why the two of them should be together. Yeah. Because he just makes her dumber in every scene that they're in together. He just makes her stupid. So, nope. Hate it. That's too bad. Yeah. That's too bad. I'm trying to end on a, on a, on a high note. I'm trying to end on a good one. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and so I, I'll throw it out to you guys. So I have, I, I feel like I'm the only one here that watched Mad About You. No, I watched it. So, so I got Paul and Jamie, which, which I love, but, but, but I also got Kelly and Zach. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. As a good one or a bad one? No, it's a good one. I love them together. Okay. I love them together. I mean, I like the episodes when, when it's when it's like sort of she could be with Zach or Slater. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, no, I like it. I, you know, but not look, the Jeff I, episodes. You don't no, like the Jeff, I hate Jeff episodes. I hate, I hate Jeff. <laughs> Burn in hell, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> and your perfect hair. <laughs> mm-hmm. But no. OK, so so Frank, so, so OK, spot me here. I'm mad about you. So <laughs> oh, I will try. Yeah, it's 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 hard to put into words. I just think like it's really the show. I mean, the uh-huh. show is their relationship completely. Like, sure, I mean, it's one of those things. It's not, uh, uh, like that's the point of the show is 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 you know newlyweds nav- navigating, uh, you know marriage, Every, this, this, everything this, really, yeah, everything, <laughs> and and it's just it it it's weirdly it's not realistic. But it's familiar right. at the same right. time. Sure, it's an, you I know mean, what it's I mean. A, it's a sitcom, so it's an exaggerated look at newlywed life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, and it and it is like movie love too, and stuff like that. Like it is kind of fantastical and things that like, but but like yeah, but like I said, like you, like you watch it, uh, and, and weirdly, like it feels familiar. Mm-hmm. Like even though like like that exact moment, it's sort of like the 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 emotion that they're having in that scene, even though it's not set up the same way that you you would have encountered in your own life but mm-hmm. like you felt that moment right right or because i did watch this a lot as a single guy this is like therapy <laughs> I, I watched it a lot like in my single days too it's like but you also like you you yearn for that mm-hmm. moment too right sure i feel like i'm on a couch i feel like i'm laying down on a couch <laughs> oh i mean they i mean they have a very you know i mean they have a pretty pretty idealized you know relationship yeah you know, even though they're trying to negotiate, you know, the, their 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 differences and stuff, you know, as newlyweds. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's a, and there's a, there are a couple that I buy. That's the other thing too about mm-hmm. that show. That show doesn't work if you don't buy them as a couple. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You know, if you don't, yeah. if you don't, you don't, you know, you don't buy their story, how they got together, how they met, all that stuff. It doesn't work. And I think that oh. show works, you know, beautifully as that stuff. The episode where they meet is like one of my favorite half hours of TV ever. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that episode from season one. It's a flashback episode in season one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good. Okay, good. So we got we we ended on a good one. I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> this is good. This is good for Valentine's Day. Right. All right. So to to close out, so we're all gonna go around. We're gonna say a relationship that we are shipping. So what's one that we didn't see that we would like to have seen? But first, if you like the show, you can check out all of our episodes on YouTube and let me know how it is. dot com. Just please, however you find us, don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Finally, if there's anything you would like us to discuss, you can leave a topic suggestion on Twitter or in the comments. Our Twitter handle is our show's initials at L-M-K-H-I-I. Okay. All right. Who are we shipping? 
Link and Zelda. Ah. <laughs> okay. This is an essay question. Why? <laughs> oh, my God. They get reincarnated to stop the forces of evil every time. Kiss already. <laughs> <laughs> they both would live and die for one another. Are they Hawkman and Hawk Girls, what you're saying? Yes. And they ship okay. them? <laughs> of course they do. That's, that's like that's like their whole bit. Yeah. And it's weird when they're not together, right? Sure. So, Link and Zelda. Hmm. There's always like a will they, won't they in every game. In every game. Uh, in in, every in game. Breath of the Wild, like you, you as part of the quest, you find her diaries throughout the game. Uh, and she's uh, like talking about like how she hates Link <laughs> at first. Uh, right. And then she's like, oh, but he seems all right. And then by the end, like she's into him. <laughs> it's kind of kind of it's, weird. it's like that a lot it happens over and yeah. over uh, yeah over and over and over and over again <laughs> yeah they're betrothed oh my god it doesn't matter who gets what they're, they're always going to be together hmm kiss all right gotcha <laughs> gotcha they just need a happy ending game a game that's all just them like hanging out yes going to the the the, the equivalent of hyrule's melt shop yep Yes. <laughs> Go to sock ops. <laughs> I would play that game. Yeah, see? <laughs> I'm sure you would. <laughs> People are waiting on it. Mm. Okay. Uh I'm uh, weirdly I'm gonna say uh Sokka and Toph from Last mm. Airbender. Okay. It's not a bad one. Um You're not alone in that, I feel. No, I don't think I am either. And really and, and, and a little conflicted about it because I love Sokka and Suki. I love mm. them together. They may be my favorite relationship in the whole show, but but what what? Th th there are moments in the show where I'm like, Toph, like clearly's into Sokka, right? Right. On top of the fact that like that all the girls are into Sokka, it seems. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I I remember the one gag specifically where she thinks it's him that saves her right. from drowning, and then it's not, and she's disappointed. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so. That's just something I've imagined. I always thought that she was into him. And it's it's a conversation I would have liked to have seen on the show. Yeah. I would have liked I would have liked them to to navigate with that, not necessarily even get them together, but just to put it out there, I think would have been fun to play with. Yeah, I like that one. I think that one works. Cool. All right. So you co-sign on on yeah, Sokka I'm and Toph. I don't know what 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 would be the uh Sof. <laughs> 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 Taka. 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 Right. I think Taka yeah. works better. Taka is a good one. Right. I'm, sure there's a, I'm sure there's a hashtag out there for yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Taka. <laughs> I got one. Okay. And we've seen it. We saw it like flirted with in various places. And it's one of those things where I still think it would it'd be a cool idea to see. And I think even as recently as like the death metal stuff, someone like I think, um, Snyder did something with it because there's a there was a future kid that was produced. Mm -hmm. I always like the idea, and, and, and I can't remember which came first, whether it was Just League Unlimited or whether it was in uh, Joe Kelly's JLA, where it was um, the idea of Batman and Wonder Woman together. Okay. Like I don't know why that one is more palatable to me much more than Superman and Wonder Woman is. Mm -hmm. You know, in Just League Unlimited, it's, it's the point where they're in I think they're in Gorilla City, right, where it first starts, where he he uh. he's. He's afraid that she got hurt, if that's what it is. He's digging through the wreckage and she's okay. Is that, what I'm, is that what I'm remembering that scene? Possibly. Like he's freaking out and she's like, you know, kind of like, dude, I'm Wonder Woman. Right. <laughs> or it might be the other way around. I can't remember <laughs> which it is. 
but I don't think she, I don't think it's her for him. I think it's, and then they have the kiss in Starcross, right? The kiss in Starcross. Yeah. It's an awesome bit. I like that when they're hiding out in the restaurant and they're, and they're in, and they're in civilian clothes. Yeah. Yeah. And they have the secret identity, you know, meeting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then they have, of course, it's like, it ends up, I think this little piggy is the last time where they really talk about it. When he sings, uh, he sings the song to save her. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's that too, where you get that great moment of him singing, Am I Blue? Classic. <laughs> um, yeah, I love that. And then there's the same thing in, 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 um, in Joe Kelly's uh, run. There's mm-hmm. a fair amount of, of teasing it until it finally culminates the thing and it's like issue 80. Yeah. Where basically they have, the, like, there's a whole, like, a bunch of um, different uh, alternate futures that are quickly shown, like, of what, how it could possibly be for the two of them if they were together. Um, the cover just has like the two hands of the of them, their two hands kind of like reaching for each other, and that's all you see. Okay, yeah. But it's you know it's it's something that I think could have worked at DC if they did it for a while, but they just you know it was kind of like yeah we flirted with it like they do, yeah. and then nothing comes of it. Tom King, Tom King flirts with it for a second too, for like for like an arc, mm-hmm. right? Which we, which Frank, you and I have talked. It's the horde, um, right? Whatever right. that is, three issues or something like that. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, no, I agree. I like them together. I think it's a fun, it's, it's a fun thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Works better than you would think it would. Yeah. It does for me, yeah. especially. So. <laughs> yeah. Did you get one Clifton? I'm circling back to Batman beyond in 10, because that's what I had planned before we ended <laughs> okay. up talking about it in the episode. Oh, okay. I stole your thunder. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> we, we can talk about it plenty for me. Right. <laughs> but it's a thing like, I don't know if I would have made, uh, Terry and 10 end game material in relationship, mm-hmm. but like, I definitely would have liked to have seen how it played out more than the, the couple episodes where we got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to have seen it last for a little bit and, and see it, you know, the strengths and weaknesses of it play mm-hmm. out. Yeah. I'm with you. I, um, it's where I would like Terry to be a little bit more like Peter. And I think, I think that Terry should have dated other girls. Mm. along the way too again not that i dislike dana right. it's not it but it's also like you know that, that that's the time that's the time when you have like when you have a bunch of crushes <laughs> like right. you know? yeah and it is a weird thing where like the archetypes for batman beyond are batman and spider-man and that doesn't fall into either of them Right. Because Batman always had, you know, like quick flings, <laughs> very quick <laughs> flings with a few that would come and go like Catwoman and Talia that were the, the forbidden thing. And, and, and Peter Parker had a bunch before Mary Jane. Right. Yeah. All good ones. All good ones. Yep. I, I'll co-sign on that too. I would love to see that. I just love her character too. I love, I love Melanie. She's great. She's a great design yeah. too. Um, yeah. All right. Be sure to tweet us or tell us your thoughts in the comments. Which couples did we forget? Who do you ship? Let us know. We want to hear from you. As always, we'll post links and examples to everything we talk about on LetMeKnowHowItIs.com. Please remember to like us and follow us on social media. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. 